Hi, I'm Christy Wimpery, and I'm so excited you're here with me today. Welcome to the Not Just a Daydream podcast. Have you ever found yourself daydreaming about the life you wish you had? Yeah, me too. Well, for many years, I felt stuck, and I thought those dreams would only ever be just daydreams. Today, I now run a thriving six-figure virtual business that allows me to have the freedom to work and live from anywhere. I also teach others how to grow and operate a successful TC business with their very own. If you're looking for inspiration, motivation, and application, then this is the podcast for you. In here, we discuss business dreams, goals, and everything in between. Welcome to the Not Just a Daydream podcast. Hey friend, welcome to today's episode. Today we're going to be talking about all the benefits of working from home. I know that this is probably a very popular topic since COVID. So many more people want to enjoy their work from home and I don't blame you. I work from home and I've got to admit, I love it. It is so nice to be able to, um, just work from the comfort of my home and, not have to fight traffic. So let's talk quickly about some of the benefits of working from home. I'm sure you already have a lot of benefits in your mind, but of course, you know, one, we have the flexibility. We save money on commuting as gas prices have gone up further and further. Um, that can get really expensive. So whenever you are thinking about taking a job, that is one of the things that you need to take into consideration if you have to commute, will the amount of money that you're going to be making on maybe this new job, will it actually compensate for the amount of money that you have to spend in gas and also the wear and tear on your car? Sometimes you actually have increased productivity. You should if you're working from home. However, we are going to talk about distractions and it can actually um, decrease productivity. So you got to be really careful there. It improves your work-life balance. There's great health benefits because you're not necessarily around a ton of other people. So you're not always around a ton of germs. I can't tell you, I didn't get COVID for a very, very long time. And I do think it was because I work from home and I'm not around a whole lot of other people. So it kind of kept me healthier for quite some time. And then um, you get to customize your workspace. I mean, who doesn't like to be able to enjoy the space that you're working in. And sometimes when you work in an office, you don't really get the the option to do that. So now that we've talked about the benefits of working from home, let's talk about the top five tips to be successful at working from home. First, you need to create a dedicated workspace. This is really important because when you work from home, you could easily work from the kitchen table. You could work from a spare bedroom. I mean, shoot, you could technically even work from bed if you really wanted to, or from the couch, but you want to have a dedicated workspace that whenever you walk into that room, you know, that that is your office and it triggers your mindset to get productive. Sometimes whenever I said earlier, like you have to be careful with the productivity, it doesn't always boost productivity by working from home. Sometimes it could actually cause productivity to go down. And so Whenever you're at home, you know, you can easily get distracted by things that need to be done, right? There might be laundry that needs to be done. There might be dishes that needs to be done. Um, you might think about all the house cleaning that you need to get, need to get done. 
And yes, those are things that need to get done, done, but those are things that if you were working in an office, you would have to wait until you were home in the evenings or on the weekends to take care of those things. And so whenever you, when you work from home, you have to have that same mindset that this is my working time. And so when you have that dedicated workspace, it really helps you get in that mindset of when I go into my office space, this is my working time. And I'm not going to let those other household distractions become a distraction. And so, um, you want to really have that working, that dedicated space. So not only do you have that mindset when you go in, but whenever you leave that working space in the evening or in the after evenings, whenever, you know, you're calling it a day, then your mind is also shutting off from work. I have a room in the front of my house, which is technically, I think it was technically like the dining room or what should be the dining room, but I turned it into my office because I wanted to make sure that I had an actual office space. And if you can do that, then absolutely do that. If you don't have the room, you know, a room in your house that you can actually turn into an office, you know, put a desk somewhere, somewhere small where that is your true working space and not like on your kitchen table where you have to move that office space whenever you're going to feed your family or, you know, when you want to eat dinner, have a dedicated place. Now let's talk about number two. We want to establish a routine. This is extremely important to have a good working routine. So I always say that you really want to have a good morning routine and you also want to have an end of the day routine. So your morning routine, get up a little earlier You know, if you have children, if you have a spouse, if you're able to get up before they are and then do your morning routine before they're awake and before, you know, the hustle and bustle of the day gets started, that's really great because you really want to set your mind and your focus right for that day. And so if you can take a little bit of time and, um, and just focus on yourself and your, your mental space, getting in, in basically taking care of yourself first, right? Like I'm going to use the analogy that they always talk about on airplanes and they say, put the mat, your mask on first before you help somebody else. And that is so true with our personal health as well. It is so important that we're taking care of ourselves, and then we're able to pour into others. And so the same thing with your, you know, with your family, with your coworkers, with your um, employees, if you have them with clients, it's so important that you really get in a great mind space before you start jumping into your day and taking care of everybody else's needs. So if you're able to get up a little bit early in the mornings, there's this book called The Miracle Morning, and it's fantastic. And he talks about the SAVERS in there. And SAVERS stands for silence, affirmations, visualization, exercise, reading, and scribing. And in the book, he talks about take an hour out of your day, you know, first thing in the morning and do 10 minutes of each of these items. Now, sometimes you don't have an hour. Sometimes you may only have 30 minutes, whatever you can give. If you can take five minutes and just do a little bit of each of those, but you know, five minutes in silence. So doing a little bit of meditating, you could work on, you know, meditating could be praying. It could be focusing on your breath. Basically it's something that's going to calm your mind and help you de-stress. And one thing I will point out in this is when you first wake up in the morning, don't get on social media because that one, you can easily scroll for a good 30 minutes and not even realize that you did it. Now you just lost 30 minutes in your day, but also it is 
you're as soon as you start scrolling on social media, you're pouring all this content and people, other people's ideas and thoughts and whatever's going on in their life into your mind space before you ever actually start focusing on you and your needs and, um, putting that oxygen mask on first. Right. So, and I've been so guilty of getting on Facebook and Instagram and stuff first thing in the mornings. I mean, it's, as they say, you know, it's creating a dopamine hit. And so of course it's hard to break that habit, but you absolutely can. So Um, He talks about doing silence and then affirmations and then visualizing what you want in your life and then exercise, reading, and scribing, which would be journaling. So if you do all of those six steps, and even if you did 10 minutes of each, it can truly transform your morning. So having that great morning routine before you actually start working with everybody else and, and like I said, helping everybody else can truly transform your morning and help you set up your day for success. I will say over the past, um, the two past two weeks, I have started going back to the gym first thing in the morning. Um, and I, you know, I don't like getting up at five 30 in the morning, but I know that when I get to the gym early, it, it's really been transforming my day. And I noticed how much clearer my thoughts were and how focused I was throughout the day. I've been working on getting this uh, course for other transaction coordinators. I've been getting, working on getting that launched here in the next couple of weeks and working of course on this podcast and then my current business. And so all three of those things combined has just put a lot of different ideas in my head. And, um, basically I'm like constantly thinking and I'm thinking of business and I'm thinking about this course and I'm thinking about the podcast and, um, thinking about, you know, how to make things better and, and all these creative ideas, which has been amazing. But at the same time, it's, it's a lot of thoughts that are constantly, you know, just going off. And so what I've noticed the past week, since I started working out again, it's kind of quieted everything down a little bit. And I've been more focused and just been able to zone in on what I need to do in that moment and then get that task accomplished and then move to the next one. So with that said, add exercise into your morning routine, if you can, that alone is such a massive benefit that it makes me want to keep exercising regardless if my body shape even changes because of it. So that is having a great morning routine. Now, having a good evening routine when you're shutting down, I think is just as important because you want to make sure when you work from home, it's so easy just to continue to work, work, work and not actually have like a shutdown time. And so if you were working in an office, you know, you would shut down about five o'clock, maybe it's maybe a little bit after and then get on the road and come home. Well, when you're working from home, sometimes, like I said, it's easy to still let that, that time clock keep going. So, you know, around four 30 or whatever time you're closing down about 30 minutes before kind of start shutting everything down, you know, maybe, re, uh, just respond back to people's emails that have emailed you, but don't like start new conversations where people will have to respond back to you and then wrap up your day by looking at your next day ahead. What, what do you have on your task list that you know, you absolutely have to get done that next day and then, you know, shut it down at a normal time. And like I said, when you walk out of that office space, truly disconnect that way you can be fully present with your family with your friends whoever you're going to be around you want to be fully present in your life because after all our business is to fund the perfect life not our life is to fund our business 
Now, the third tip is when you work from home, you need to make sure you're establishing effective communication. Whenever you're not working around other employees or uh, coworkers, sometimes communication can get lost, right? So you have to really be diligent about making sure you're staying in communication with all parties on the projects that you're working on. So one um, tool that we use in my company is Slack and my entire team is virtual. Um, we all work in different cities. And so the way we stay in contact is through Slack and it's an instant messaging platform. Um, basically I, which I love because I can have direct messages between, you know, me and another team member. I can have a channel, which is like a group where all of us are included on that, or I can set up specific channels for whatever topic I, I want to have. So for one thing, like for company culture, we have, um, we have a gratitude channel. And so the first thing we do each morning, whenever we log on is we each say something that we're grateful for. And it's something that I absolutely love because it's really helped build that culture in my team of we are, you know, let's, um, let's have an attitude of gratitude basically. And so Slack has been imperative for our communication because like I said, we all work from different cities. And so, um, it, we don't see each other daily now in order to be able to see each other, zoom has been, you know, amazing and really, really took off during COVID. And so that is how my team and I have our um, team meetings, our one-on-ones. That's how I've done training. All of my team members I've trained from a different location. They didn't actually have to be there with me um, for their training because I we just hopped on Zoom and with Zoom, you're able to share your computer screen. And so I could be face-to-face -face with them and sharing my computer screen and train them on the entire transaction coordination role and how we run files. So being diligent about how you're going to communicate with your team, with coworkers, with clients, that's so important when you work from home. And, um, you know, just building, you need to have, make sure that you have a system in place for that and that you can commu effectively communicate how you will communicate with people. Because if you're not face to face with them, they do want to know how are you going to communicate communicate. And, you know, of course we also have cell phones and text messages and that's been around forever or I don't, not forever, but it's been around for quite some time now. So utilize that as well for effective communication. All right. Tip number four is about distractions. So we talked a little bit about whenever you work from home, there are going to be distractions that come up, right? There's, um, there's laundry to be done. There's dishes, there's housework to be done. And then if you have children at home, especially during the summer, unfortunately those children can be a distraction too, right? So it's important to, first, you got to set the standard with family members that might be at home while you're working, that this is your working time. And so they have to understand that, that you've got a job that you've got to get done. And those are your working hours. If you were in an office working, they wouldn't be there, um, you know, asking you for whatever they're asking for you at, in that moment. Now, if you have babies and like toddlers, they're not going to understand that, right? So the great thing from about working from home, and this also might depend on if you're working for an employer or if you are the employer, but you might have to um, kind of work your schedule of maybe around that child's nap time. So if you have infants and, and toddlers, you know what time they nap. And so 
you need to figure out, okay, what are the most important tasks I have to get done? Well, let me get it done during their nap time. And so that way when they wake up, I have the less important task, or I might have to move things around a little bit um, to maybe you can't work a solid nine to five hours um, whenever you have a toddler or an infant. Maybe you do have to break up your day and um, do the bulk of your work when they're napping or when they're sleeping. And then, you know, whenever they're up and let's say you have to feed them or you have to, um, uh, you know, do, do the things that you need to do with infants and toddlers. Um, maybe those are times that you wouldn't be working, but you could work after hours and you could actually schedule emails to go out. So it's really going to depend on like what stage of life you're in and like what the situation is, but minimize all distractions that you can there are going to be some that you can't, but minimize the distractions that you can. And one tool that you can use is this app called Promo Focus. You can put it on your phone and you can also, they have a web browser and it's free. Um, they do have a paid for version, but I just use the free version. And what I love is it sets a timer to um, basically help me to work in like 20 minute increments. And so it'll set a timer for 20 minutes. I'll stay really hyper-focused on whatever it is that I'm working on for those 20 minutes. And at the end of the 20 minutes, a timer goes off and it gives me a break for five minutes. So I'll get up and I'll walk around, I'll go to the restroom, I'll maybe grab something to drink or a snack. And then when that timer goes off for the five five minutes, I come back and I get hyper-focused for another 20 minutes. And then the paid for version allows you to like change the time. So you could do like a 30 minute or a 40 minute and then a longer break. And, um, with that, with the promo focus, I think after like four times of it going off, I think it gives you a 15 minute break at that point. And then you come back and get back into your work day. Um, so use tools that can help you stay more focused, um, with your workspace. If you have, if you're working in in an actual office or in a room that has a door, could you shut that door and put a sign up that says, you know, like working on the most important thing right now or something along those lines. So that way, um, if your children are older or if you're, you know, if you have a spouse, they understand like that is a protected time for you to work. And so they don't need to be bothering you during that time. Like for instance, me recording this podcast, if I had children or a spouse, it would be important for them to know, don't walk in in this moment because I'm recording the podcast. Um, so do things like that. That way it will help set some boundaries and help minimize distractions. Now, our last tip is to make sure that you are taking care of yourself and have great self-care and a great work-life balance. Like I said earlier, sometimes when you work from home, those lines can get blurred. And so it's really important to make sure that you're setting those clear boundaries of this is my working time, this is my off time. Um, and having that dedicated workspace again will help you stick to those boundaries and help you feel like you truly have disconnected. I try not to even go in my office during the weekend. I mean, my, my little dog, she has her routine first thing in the morning, right, Sadie? she will go in my office because she knows I'm going to be working. So on Saturdays, she does her little routine and she goes to my office, even though I'm not actually going to go sit down and start working in there. It's a, it's the funniest thing, but if you can, you know, try to, try to really separate those. Um, and then dress for success. Like so many people, um, you know, when you work from home, it's so easy to not, not get dressed up and that's okay. You don't necessarily have to get dressed up per se, as if you were going into an office, 
But as much as you can, don't work from your pajamas. It, it truly does change your mindset and like your headspace. When you get up, you get ready in the morning to take a shower, you put on, um, you know, clothes like jeans or, um, I mean, you could get, you could get dressed up as if you're going into office if you like to, but, um, you know, just get more dressed up and not sitting in your pajamas or robe. It truly does change your mindset and you're in that work mode. So definitely do that. Make sure you're taking breaks too. That's so important because, you know, when you work from an office, usually you'll have a lunch break, you'll go enjoy lunch with other people. And when you work from home, sometimes it's so easy to just run in the kitchen, grab your lunch, and then come back and sit in front of your desk. And I read an article, um, a long time ago that said, basically, if I think it said, if you took a, I think if you took a hour lunch break every day, all 52 weeks, that would equate to basically having four weeks of vacation a year. And, and if you had a 30 minute lunch break, all 52 weeks, every day, Monday through Friday, that would equate to, um, you know, two weeks of vacation a year. That's massive. And when I read that, I was like, wow. And I don't remember that I'm actually doing the math right. So if I'm not, you know, forgive me, but it was something along those lines. And it really helped put in this perspective that, you know, you really do need that break. And when you take that break, like we talked about, even with using that promo focus app, you come back so much more energized and, um, you actually will focus better if you take a little bit of a break. So when you stare at the computer too long, your eyes start to hurt and your brain just doesn't completely function as well as if you just walked away for like five minutes and came back. And then, um, prioritizing tasks, you know, that's really important because when you work from home, sometimes it can feel like, like all the tasks are important, but just like in a normal job setting, you've got to prioritize what is truly important to work on first and then learn to say no. This is another thing about like setting boundaries, setting your personal workspace, um, you know, letting people know this is, this is my dedicated work time. So especially for people pleasers who want, and I am a people, a recovering people pleaser, uh, who want to help other people. It's so easy for us to always want to say, yes, I'll take care of that. Um, let me get on that right away. But, but just like, just like whenever you're working in an office, you know, what tasks are most important and what has to be prioritized first. So you really have to stick to getting what you know has to be done first and then take care of and help other people, just like putting that oxygen mask on first. Make sure you are disconnecting after work. So we talked again about, you know, leaving that office space. Truly disconnect as much as you can, you know, sh- turn your mind off from work and don't don't think about all the things that are on still on your to-do list. And, you know, I tr- our to-do lists are never ending. As much as we want them to, um, we want to check everything off. Even if we checked everything off, we would still find more stuff to put on it. So tomorrow will come and there will be more things to do. So just allow yourself to disconnect tonight and then enjoy your hobbies and interests. You know, I, there's so many, there's so many things that we could enjoy doing in life. And I think sometimes, um, I know personally, sometimes we get so caught up in work and business that we don't 
we don't enjoy our hobbies or we don't take the time to discover hobbies that we might actually really enjoy. And so that's important. Get out in nature, especially since the weather is starting to cool down just a little bit. I mean, it's still in the 90s in Texas, but we were in the like 106, 110. So I'll take the 90s over that any day. And so, yeah, get out in nature on a nice sunny day. And that vitamin D will actually really help boost creativity and, and just help, um, you have a happier life. So those are our top tips for working from home. So let's just do a quick summary. Make sure you have a dedicated workspace. That was tip number one, establish a routine. Tip number two, stay connected and communicate effectively. That was tip number three. Manage your time and avoid distractions was tip number four. And then finally have great self-care and a great work work-life balance was tip number five. Now, if you're interested in working from home and you're just not quite sure what you could do for a career, I would definitely challenge you to look into becoming a transaction coordinator, which is what I do. And as you've heard me say, it is truly my mission to help other people um, get, come into this world because I know how much it has changed my life. I never thought I would have a career that I could work at, work at from home and make an amazing income. So if you're interested in becoming a transaction coordinator, go to my website and take my short TC quiz. It's called, go to christywinfrey.com backslash TC quiz, and then find out if you'd be, make a stellar transaction coordinator. I would be happy to share any of my tips and tricks about being a transaction coordinator, answer any questions that you might have. So Shoot me an email at hello at Christy Winfrey or send me a DM on Instagram at Christy Winfrey. Hope you found this episode helpful and we'll chat with you next week. Have a great one, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in today. If you'd be so kind and leave me a quick review, I would love to hear from you. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Christy Winfrey. If you enjoyed today's episode, please hit that follow button. And until next time, keep chasing those dreams, my friend. Remember, you are worth it.